LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 12. On these episodes, you'll be seeing shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and someone say I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> not even sure what those are, nor am I a quote-unquote yelper, like the majority of residents in South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so enjoy. Our first stop is Vinci a traditional Italian restaurant in the Lincoln Park area of Chicago. This restaurant is filled with fantastic rustic and villa-like dining room near the Steppenwolf Theater. I actually had planned with a friend to go check out a fun little play at the Steppenwolf Theater, so we stopped in here for a quick bite to eat before stopping out there. Ended up getting the fungi pizza, which is mushroom, squash, walnut, and parmigiano. And also, as a little appetizer, we got the grilled octopus, which is farro esmeraglio sauce. I'm a huge fan of seafood for sure. Uh, it's been a while since I've had octopus. Usually, I have it at Korean restaurants. I've not had it at an Italian restaurant before, so this was uh, definitely interesting. And every time I eat octopus, I think about one of my friends who said he had a live octopus in Korea where the tentacles actually had stuck inside his mouth because the octopus was still alive as he was eating it. <laughs> Definitely not a uh, thing to say at the dinner table to someone who's uh, unaccustomed to uh, eating uh, foods that aren't already dead when eating them. <laughs> but food was fantastic. Uh, because we were there during a happy hour, we actually were able to get a beer with the pizza, so it was kind of interesting pairing a few like, uh, glasses of wine and a beer with a uh, pizza and octopus, but, you know, when in Rome, <laughs> get it, even though we're in Italy, whatever. Either way, fantastic place. It was a nice little stop to go to before going to a play. Highly recommend it. stop is Cortino's, a restaurant I've eaten at quite a few times in the past. Um, Cortino's is a bustling downtown Chicago restaurant and wine bar noted for its distinctive Italian small plate menu, vintage decor, and attentive personal service staff. I've been here before for drinks, I've been here before with family in the past, but not since I've lived here in the last uh, year in Chicago. I actually decided to uh, meet a friend of mine who is the art director of Praxis Art Gallery. We are talking about how we could work together, me helping out with a couple of the art shows, uh, things of that nature. So we decided to meet there since it's actually in the same building as her gallery. 
a little bit more about Cortinos is chef and partner John Coletta has developed a menu featuring Italy's regional specialties, including artisanal salume, Neapolitan thin crust pizza, house-made pasta, and seasonal dishes. Menu items served in moderate portions are meant to be shared and are perfect for adventurous diners ready for a unique experience, which is exactly what I am. <laughs> uh, we end up getting and sharing the linguine with clams, EVOL, which is a red chili and a pinot grigio with a white sauce. Absolutely fantastic. It's been a while since I've had uh, clams, so it's fantastic to try that out with um, the basic Italian fare. And then I also got the uh, tortellini alfredo sauce with peas and prosciutto. For two plates, it was kind of a lot of food. Somehow we uh, didn't finish all of it. Maybe it's because the two uh, loaves of bread we woofed down before everything got there. <laughs> but this place is fantastic. It's uh, right there in River North. Definitely be going back. It's right next to one of my favorite art galleries. So walk by it all the time. Great place to stop in for a quick bite. Definitely recommend checking out Cortino's. took a little trip up to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to have dinner at Screaming Tuna. This place is sushi to shout about. That may be what that tuna is known for, but there's much more to scream for. From succulent steaks and pork belly to vegan gluten, friendly fare. From the world-class sakes and wines to locally sourced beers and craft cocktails, Screaming Tuna has something to cater to any dietary need or taste. Yes, I did go there for the sushi. Huge sushi fan. Let me tell you what we got. Ended up getting the veggie, no name. Absolutely loved it. Um, person I was with is kind of watching the dietary intake, doesn't eat a lot of meat, so veggie, no name was definitely something we had to get. I also got the Buddha and Rising Sun. I am a huge, huge fan of sushi. Absolutely love it. Now you're wondering, why did I go all the way up to Milwaukee just to have sushi when there's a sushi restaurant 10 feet from me and I love going to all these other sushi restaurants here in Chicago? Well, it was a surprise birthday party. We had this planned out. It was the week after Anne's birthday. That I was going to go up there, meet for dinner, and then have a bunch of her friends show up and surprise her. I sent out the agenda to the people for how the surprise was going to work. When you walk in the restaurant, the bar is immediately to the right, kind of like an L shape. And then we I requested a seat along the window along the Milwaukee River so that she wouldn't be able to see the group show up for the surprise aspect of it. We ended up getting to the restaurant a little bit ahead of schedule, which is an issue because I tried to time it out where we were exactly eating for an hour so everyone could come surprise us from exactly 8.30. So I spent the first like 15, 20 minutes just saying, hey, let's just chat, talk, whatever, let's have some wine. Well, you know, she's like bugging me, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Well, you just relax. So I needed to get out of there real quick. Ended up going to the bathroom for like 15 minutes, just saying, oh, just have like, you know, some, some personal issues or whatever. Just like so a time it where the food came out, we ate, we finished, and when the quote unquote dessert came out, it was our friends bringing out the surprise. The part that made me the most nervous was we're sitting there just chatting in the beginning of the dinner and there was a surprise birthday party going on right next to us in a private room next door to us. So I was like, oh my God, like, is she going to complain? Like, I hate surprises. Like, I'll get me out of here. I was, I was so nervous. It was absolutely fantastic. She had friends from Madison, Minneapolis, all over us came to surprise. It was absolutely phenomenal. 
I love going here. I love Jeff and Christian, the owners of Screaming Tuna. They always put on a great show. They accommodated a late party of 15 people, even though it was reservation only that night. These guys are fantastic. If you're ever in Milwaukee looking for a great view, some tasty seafood, definitely hop on over to Screaming Tuna. After a wild and crazy night in Milwaukee of karaoke for the surprise birthday party, we had to do what you usually do in Milwaukee and go grab some brunch and Bloody Marys. Now the question is, where do you go for Bloody Marys in Milwaukee? Infinite places, right? I'm not a huge proponent of Bloody Marys. I'll drink them here and there, so I didn't like really do too much research on it. But I guess someone in our group has been wanting to go to Solomon's for the last three years to check out their Bloody Marys. I've had Solomon's before on Marquette campus. Burgers are good, good time, have a few beers, whatever. Did not realize the original Solomon's was off of Marquette campus. We go there, sit down, just packed with like Packer fans. We end up sitting at two high tables in the bar area. A little bit awkward for about uh, the group of nine of us, but it's still, still pretty fun, right? So I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna get a burger. This is more like a lunch time for me because it's already noon. And people are looking at the Bloody Marys, and I see some prices of these Bloody Marys. It's not making any sense. 25 30 $50. Yep, 25 30 and $50 for Bloody Mary. Our friend Kevin gets the Bloody Beast. I'm like, okay, whatever. Out comes four beers after we put the order in for this. I'm like, why are there four beers? Like, oh, your Bloody Mary comes with four side beers. Okay, interesting. So, like, you know, I grab one, a couple other people grab a beer, whatever. By the time we all order, uh, things go well. Like, we order that right away. I end up ordering the classic Solomon burger. So, it was a beef, which was absolutely incredible. I think they have like the best beef I've ever had in Milwaukee. It is just absolutely fantastic. I did not even think to have a competition while I was inhaling that thing. That and those seasoned fries, just absolutely fantastic. Probably not the healthiest meal in the world, but whatever. After our food came out, then came out the Bloody Beast. You know this thing is ridiculous when the chefs from the back room come out to take a picture with you. This thing has a whole chicken, Yes, a, a whole entire fried chicken. Like, you know, those like rotisserie ones you see at the grocery store? This was on top of it. In addition to olives, onions, pickles, cheese, sausage, mushroom, scallions, shrimp, tomato, celery, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, lemon, two skeeters of bacon-wrapped jalapeno cheese balls. Absolutely ridiculous. This thing was like the size of the whole table. <laughs> We were sitting there taking pictures of it. We had people walking by just take pictures with us. It was absolutely incredible. This is definitely something to share when it's $50 for a Bloody Mary. Go there with the group. Go to Solomon's, the original. Grab the Bloody Beast. Enjoy your time. Check it out. Solomon's, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Jade Court, back here in Sweet Sweet, Chicago. This stylish Chinese restaurant offers Cantonese classics and fruit smoothies, plus late night takeout. Happy through Chinese restaurant, right? 
I wanted to go here um, in front of my list talking to me about it. Um, Strange for Chicago, King Sisevath, for those of you who follow one. Um, because they were actually owners of the Phoenix restaurant in Chinatown for about 20 years. And I've always enjoyed going to Phoenix. It's great for dim sum. It's a pretty classic uh, Chinese Cantonese restaurant. So I just definitely want to check out their, their new hotspot. This opened up back late August. So then they're with uh, Kang, you know, Strange for Chicago, Tom, the owner of Tsuki Sushi, and An. When you go there, you have to go all out, right? So we went there and got the Hong Kong Lobster Tower. And what is this? It's four pounds of lobster, in which they actually bring out the lobster, show it to you, you check off on it, then they like cook it up for you. Of course, you had to take a couple selfies of it before and after, like, here you are before you get eaten, here you are after you eat, right? <laughs> Price was $25 per pound, so $100 the whole lobster for us to share. Definitely not worth it. I've learned I'm really not a huge lobster fan. Uh, I like other crustaceans, but lobster is just not worth it for me. I did actually eat the brain part of lobster just for the uh, experience part of it, but I really wasn't enjoying eating the lobster itself. It was uh, a little dry for my tasting, and I'm not a huge fan of lobster, so it really wasn't really worth it. But if you love lobster, definitely go check out and grab Hong Kong Lobster Tower from Jade Court. In addition to that, we also got oysters, probably the best oysters I've ever had in my life, on account of, it's the first time I had oysters, <laughs> but I really did enjoy them, it was fantastic. Then we had high-end chicken, which is rice cooked in chicken broth instead of water, so that was great. I really liked the different flavor and texture of that, it's a little bit yellower, a little bit creamier rice than just the usual white rice. We also got pork cheek and jellyfish, and then peapod tips with crab. So overall, fantastic meal. Uh, wasn't a huge fan of $100 for lobster for the four of us, but got worth a try, right? Go out there and enjoy yourself. If you're looking for a fun little Chinese restaurant with more Cantonese flair, definitely check out Jade Court. Up next is Tanuki Sushi. As I mentioned in our last little adventure, I was with the owner of Tanuki Sushi, Tom, at Jade Court. So Tanuki Sushi is a small Chinese spot for raw, rolled, and robotic rolled Japanese eats, and it's a BYOB amid a rustic, chic decor in Lakeview. I've known the owner for a long time. Uh, actually, I've only stopped in there once before, but they recently added to their menu soft shell crab tacos. And these are with sushi, soft shell sushi crab tacos where the seaweed is the shell part. So I really wanted to go there. This is like all over my, I was like, I gotta go get some. So I booked like a, you know, a date night with a couple friends. Show up, raced over there after a few meetings. Showed up right on time, about uh, two minutes before we're supposed to be there. I get a text from, we're on our way. And then I try to order a beer and I remind you that's BYOB. So I put my bag down and I'm like, all right, I, I remember there's a grocery store just down the street. So I like sprinted down the street, like literally sprinted down the street, picked up a six pack for our table of four, came back, you know, about a half hour after the girls were supposed to show up, they finally do show up. <laughs> so that was interesting at the least, but still, still a good time. I ended up getting the soft shell crab tacos, and then we all shared the uh, dragon roll and gold sashimi. It's fantastic. This sushi place is great. Very small, uh, fantastically quick service, and BYOB. So if you want to grab something quick, late night, or even during like a, a half
happy hour in your Lakeview area, stop into Tanuki Sushi. I know I'll definitely be going back for their different foods that are trying to add into the menu on a regular basis. is a fun little lunch spot I enjoy of Luke's Lobster. Luke's Lobster is a cozy main bread seafood shack committed to serving simple dishes that highlight superior ingredients sourced from sustainable fisheries and traceable back to very harbor where our seafood was caught. The vision of Luke Holden, a Maine native and one-time lobster man. Luke's Lobster opened its first shack in 2009 the heart of New York's East Village and now it's a privilege of serving seafood, loving guests in eight states across the country. From ocean to plate, Luke's handled every step of the supply chain to ensure that only exceptionally fresh seafood is served in their shacks. They handpick a lobster directly from the lobsterman at the dock, and their sister's company, Cape Seafood, immediately cleans and steams it to preserve its freshness and quality. Luke's lobster is deeply devoted to each other for communities from the fishermen of Maine and Canada, to the unique teams that make up each and every one of their shacks. As a guest, they invite you to step into the city and into the main style shacks to enjoy the freshest, highest quality seafood, beautifully prepared. As I mentioned earlier, not a huge lobster fan, but let me tell you, if there's lobster in a restaurant, there's probably crab, and I am a lover of crab, for sure. Ended up going there with a recent friend of mine, Varsha, wanted to talk business after me at a networking event. I walk in, there's about uh, 12 tables total. <laughs> it was an interesting scenario to say the least. Uh, grab a table, showed up, went up there, ordered, ended up getting a crab roll. They only have like nine total things on the menu, like across the board, so it's very interesting. Got a crab roll. And let me tell you, this sandwich was phenomenal and to die for, whatever you want to call it. It was just overflowing with crab. The was so soft and succulent, just absolutely incredible. I wolfed that thing down like nobody's business. I'm a huge fan of the mentality of when in Rome, as you can kind of tell from these episodes. So sitting there looking at the drink options, right? Usually you just kind of get water or something. They have no soda, they have no juice, whatever that I've ever heard of. So I ended up trying this interesting one called Craft Main Root Mexican Cola. Knockoff of Coca-Cola or whatever, who knows what. Looks like one of those uh, Mexican Coke bottles. So I'm like, I've got to try it. I actually think it's my favorite um, soda of all time is Mexican Coke. But so I got the Mexican or the main Mexicana Cola, which is interesting twist, but it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. This place is great. I would probably recommend grabbing it to go on your lunch hour because there's so few seats in there, but you have a chance to stop into Luke's Lobster. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely phenomenal. So after living one year in Chicago, Finally was able to do my due diligence on the best deep dish pizza in Chicago. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I had the chance to eat Paisano's, Luminaldi's, and Giordano's all within one week. Not recommended from a health standpoint, but had to do it after being here exactly a year. It was already the holiday season and let me tell you the people who are obsessed with well the diet starts after the holidays whatever yeah whatever yeah those, those are great people let me give you a tip though 
if you're one of those people that says the diet starts after the holidays or whatever you want to do, get into shape after the holidays, and you already missed your goal by <laughs> splurging out some food at McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever, just tell everyone that you're on the Lunar New Year calendar. So you have a second chance here in a couple days. <laughs> but seriously, after having Paisanos, Luz, and Giordanos, my absolute favorite, and it has been for a while, is... Giordano's <laughs> A lot of people bite me tooth and nail to this But I absolutely love it Paisano's, I enjoyed it, I see why people like it A little blander, a little bit lighter Luminalities was good I like the different flavors we got there But Giordano's hits the spot for me Every single time It's thick, it's filling I feel like I'm going to go into a coma After I eat it because I get so excited And just whoop it down three pieces But usually having two, but it was absolutely fantastic. If your favorite is Paisanos and Luz, good. Stay out of my restaurant. That way I could get a table earlier every time I go to Giordano's. <laughs> but feel free to let me know your thoughts. I'm more than welcome to chat, grab, grab a slice or whatever. Pizza is always up my alley. Not the healthiest thing in the world when you're trying to get the six-pack back in line, but when in Rome or Chicago, got to have your cheat days, right? So why not make it something worthwhile here in Chicago? This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be one of the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. StakeHall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. Soon to be coming into Android, where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then the other doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StakeHall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get a third-party judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. This episode is sponsored by Snap Filter Place, the number one designer of custom Snapchat geofilters in the U.S. This is a phenomenal product. If you are out there with Snapchat, having a special event, party, wedding, birthday, who knows, whatever it is, and you need a little Snapchat filter on a location, check out Snap Filter Place. They use stuff to design your own Snapchat filter, have someone design one for you, get one for your business, or even have one for a huge conference you're attending. I personally used one for my birthday party, and it was phenomenal. People were going wild, it allowed us to connect with friends who weren't even at my party because they're out of town or busy. It's absolutely fantastic. Definitely check them out at snapfilterplace.com for your very own Snapchat Geo Filter. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, 
All I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank <laughs> you.